Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to 94 and More, a podcast presented by Bristol Studio. I'm Jake Fenster, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Vic Law. Yes, sir. Vic, how we doing? Man, I'm good. Living life. Had a couple setbacks, but I'm feeling good. How many games in are you now? What, what's the point in the season? Is it halfway through? We are at 18 games. Played 19 tonight. You played, ni- you played 19 tonight? Yes, sir. And I don't know if you're able to talk about it, but if you are... Um, I know you've been going through a lot in the last, what, two weeks? A lot's yeah, happened, a lot of change. Yeah, a tough one. Yep. So take us through kind of what happened um, and, and what you've been, you know, dealing with. Man, I uh, had some ankle issues, um, tried to, you know, do some rehab and some mobility stuff. To bounce back from that, um, it turned out to be a little worse than what we expected. So for the betterment, of, I guess, of myself, in terms of my career, we have um, just decided to shut it down this season and go ahead and get get a surgery to just repair and clean it all up. How did it happen? What uh, was it in the middle of a game? Something happened, or in practice, or or what? When did you know something was wrong? So, from my understanding, um, I've had kind of a ten- tendonitis or tendon tendinopathy in my ankle. Uh, here's mm-hmm. a little medical listeners and uh, basically that is a degeneration degenerative condition or degeneration of the tendon that has been slowly breaking down i guess over time and just accumulation of trauma so um while you're uh high-flying dunks yeah must must be (laughs) (laughs) so i I, i've never had ankle problems but i guess just over an accumulation of like slightly tweaking it rolling it whatever Mm -hmm. i got to this point so last week, I kind of jammed my foot and just couldn't really put a lot of weight on the outside of my foot. And so, you know, after a ton of MRIs and scans and stuff, this is the conclusion we came upon. So when you realized it was going to be kind of a more serious injury and it was something that you would have to consider, you know, your next steps very carefully, uh, mm-hmm. what went into that thought process? You know, was that something that you came to on your own? You kind of thought about it. Um, did you speak with your agent? Were you speaking with the team? What, what went into that? I think, you know, for a lot, for a lot of reasons, a lot personal, I um, typically will play through injuries and mm-hmm. just out of respect for my teammates and my coaches and the organization, you know, they treated me so well. I have uh, really been excited to get on the court with them and try to get back you know, as fast as I can. But obviously with this injury, it's been tough for me to try, try to do that, you know, working every day and still, you know, not feeling – able to perform because, you know, there's a difference between playing and performing. Yeah. And I think right now I could just kind of get out there and just say I had a jersey on, you know, I wouldn't be really be able to run or change direction. So, you know, that's not helping anybody. And that just puts me at more risk of injuring myself. So, um, you know, just talking to my, my trainers and physios and the doctors who, you know, are all great people who all have, you know, such a great knowledge about uh, what they're talking about. It just seems like this is the best decision for me as a as an athlete, still pretty young in my career. So, um, you know, so I want to yeah. I want to move forward. How tough is that, you know, mentally to 
because I know you, you know, I know how hard you work and, and I know how much you put in and, and just how tough it is when these things happen. Um, so how tough is that for you to kind of just wrap your mind around that, you know, this season is, you know, it's, it's not lost, but it's not, you're not able to continue forward the way that you would like to. How, how uh, is, how do you move forward from that? How do you find the, the silver linings there? Yeah, man. I mean, it's disappointing, right? Like, you know, I was playing well or playing decently. Um, and, uh, you know, we were you're winning. Playing, no, was, you were playing, you were playing very well. You were playing very well. So. Uh, you know, Jake, here at 94 more, man, we got high expectations. Man. I was playing all right. I, well, I wasn't the highest. I know, player. I know, but I, I can guess you are. <laughs> no, you definitely weren't like so, me in my prime. No, 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 no. Well, that's that's Miami LeBron, but um, it, uh, it's it more was, like Reggie it, Evans. <laughs> I hope not. No, nah, but uh, obviously it was disappointing getting a call, right? And you're hearing yeah. a guy say like, "Yeah, you're done." But um, like you got to like look at the positives. He was like, "Look, man, we could try to like really rehab it, but I think for the you know for the betterment of your career and to really just like get you a hundred percent, and you never know, like maybe." I was hindered by this like a little bit and I just never knew it. Like, you know, you never know mm-hmm. um, what the possible outcome might be, but I'm just happy we were able to find this um, kind of get it, get ahead of it. And uh, you know, now at the end of the day, now I, I can really focus on um, getting healthy, um, soaking uh, as much knowledge and, and information about basketball and over, overseas basketball as I can uh, while I'm out watching. Yeah, man, like there's there's nothing's gonna help it being negative. So I'm positive through it all. Um, you know, it's all all in God's timing. And uh, I know at the end of the day, I'm running my own race. And uh whatever yeah. whatever this this does, whatever whatever the hurdle is, I know it's gonna put me right in the exact uh spot I'm supposed to be. So I'm happy. So what does that mean for you uh in terms of you know staying out there in Australia? Um, are right. you going to be out there for the rest of the season with the team? Are you going – and then rehabbing with, with the team? Or are you thinking about uh, what your other options might be? So in terms of surgery, I think I probably would get the surgery uh, out here. Uh, the doctor out here is pretty great. Um, or in surgeon, I guess you should say. Um, and then I would do, you know, some of the rehab in the early stages of being on, in crutches and on a boot here. And then from then, we would just see, like, you know, where I'm at and, um, you know, how things look. But I, I wouldn't spend the whole recovery process in Australia. No, I – I'd be coming back to America at some point. Is that just, I mean, that's, that's tough, man. Cause I feel like I know you're, you're in a good place about all of it. Um, it seems like that, but I, I still, yeah. it's hard to imagine, you know, you were, you had a plan, you, you were in, you're prepared to be out there till a certain point and then, you know, Absolutely. to act accordingly. And it, you know, it's a big shift in, in your plans. Um, how, I'm not even sure if you've gotten this far with it and, you know, you're taking it day by day, but how is that affecting, you know, your approach to next season and where you're going to be um, and all of those things that, you know, you have to start taking into account fairly soon. Right. I mean, you got to take into account every day, but yeah. uh, I'm excited. Uh, I think now, you know, it gives me a, you know, even more of a reason to just be super hungry in the off season and try to work, work out and eat as much as I can, man, just trying to get better. Um, and I'm excited to see like where, where this puts me. You know, who knows, man? Maybe I come back jumping like like Zion or something. Who knows? Man? Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how this all translates and correlates to my game. And uh, you know, with the rehab, uh getting my left leg stronger, just getting just stronger all together, yeah. you know. Obviously, like I said, coming over here at first, playing so far away from home and kind of being by yourself, 
around new people and new culture really gives you time to like learn about yourself and um, think and just, uh, you know, be you. Um, but now, just especially with this injury, now that I don't, won't have basketball as much. Yeah. It'll really just make me mature and, and uh, put a lot of uh, perspective and appreciation into those little things I do every day. Are there other maybe activities or like hobbies, things out there that you've been enjoying that you think you're going to take some time and, and put more energy into since you're going to have more free, you know, you'll still be rehabbing and doing things, but mm. you know, you don't have basketball. So what are you going to turn to as, as like an outlet um, to kind of, Oh man, I'll still be gaming. Head? I mean, I got the PS5, Jake. I was, you know, shout out, shout out Vic Law, man. I was one of the first ones to, to get the PS5. Um, I, I can't even, I'll, I'll I can't even find one on the shelves. I'm trying. Find one on StockX, dude. Go and buy one on I'm StockX. Not, I'm not going on StockX. I got you the Xbox just at Soho one. House. You got the, you got the money to go and get one if you wanted to. Go and buy was, one at StockX. First of all, first of all, um, you have the NBA contract, so let's not even start. Uh, I do. So, I'm in Australia at the league. Tell me I still have an Australia I still have an Xbox One for like first generation that every time I turn it on, I think I feel like it's going to blow up. Uh, Look, man, go on StockX. You can buy my PlayStation 5. I'll give you a deal on it. I'll buy your PlayStation 5 on StockX. I'll give you you a deal on it. I got StockX is selling theirs for $800. I'll give you mine for $775. So now you're just going to become a 2K player. That's just that's your full time job. No, nah, I've been playing Fort- I'm nice on Fortnite now. Again, I'm back. You know, I haven't seen you on the sticks in a while, but I'm back at Fortnite. I've it's been playing tired. 2K. 2K is kind of getting repetitive, but I've been playing it, man. I'm, I'm waiting on some of the new games to drop. I actually thought about starting Twitch streaming. That's what I was gonna say. There you go. Because I, I think uh, I think I'd actually get a decent following. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been thinking about that. I've, I've, funny enough, I've actually um, so I, you know I bought the laptop. For the, the pod, gotta get that all finished setting up. There you go. Get the, a mic. Gotta get <laughs> a mic. That, you got that like two weeks ago. Gotta get a mic, dude. Uh, I've been on the road the whole time though. We no, like, I'm just back in Brisbane. Um, gonna get a mic. Gonna get um, and I might get a you know like a little tripod and camera thing set up. There you go. And start like actually start streaming. Who knows, man? We'll we'll see what you know this this rehab process will look like. I'll definitely have to find something to do. Have you thought about at all like documenting the rehab process and, and kind of just like not maybe not to put something out, but maybe You're just for like you, a, just, blog? a blog, maybe like short form. Yeah, like short form content, something just kind of shows like what you're going through, uh, the yeah. new experiences, the challenges, kind of just everything that, you know, has been happening. We've luckily we have this platform where you are able to share some of it. Um, but I know that like seeing video of it is a whole nother thing. Is that something you've considered? I actually have not thought about that, but I mean, sounds good, man. Hey, I'm, glad, I'm glad you're coming up with. I'm glad you're coming up with the ideas. It's a good way to launch your acting career that we've we've talked about. Yeah, well, I man, I told you I just want to host Saturday Night Live one time, and my acting career will be done. I don't want to. I, I mean, that's not a bad way to go to start and end. Hosting Side SNL. Note, have you seen uh, Moxie? Of course, I've seen Moxie. Shit movie, right? I'm not gonna bash Charlie. Yeah, it's Charlie's it's movie. movie. I Charlie Hall's movie was shit. <laughs> you heard it here first. He, okay, but I will say this: Charlie was, in my opinion, my biased opinion, the best part of the movie. He was very much himself. Okay, in my biased opinion, the What'd movie Moxie streaming on Netflix that you guys can watch now is terrible. 
And this is not free advertising for the movie Moxie streaming on Netflix. It's terrible. <laughs> but Charlie Charlie's Hall good. Is in it. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, I saw it. Um, and I, I, I would be lying to you if I told you I wasn't skipping around just to see Charlie. Fair enough. I watched the whole yeah. thing because I'm a real I fan. I might watch the whole thing friend. now. Well, Jake, now that I, I have nothing to do, man, I might watch the whole thing three times. How, really give how, you many, how, how many of your friends, I want an honest answer. Mm-hmm. Honest answer. We're watching your NBL games and texting you every time. You have not been texting me every time. You for maybe four or five of games, Jake. Uh you even not games, Jake. We're 18 games in. Let me tell you, you have not I, I don't I, I don't I don't text games. you okay, but I don't text you after losses. Why is that? Because sometimes you're in a bad mood and I don't want to make it worse. No, nah, I wouldn't mean I wouldn't yell at you. I yell at my sister when I want to yell. Well, I can't tell. I'll shoot you a text, and I'll be like, "Oh shit, I, I probably shouldn't bother." I'll just say, "I'll just say, I'll just say, we we boofed it. We just blew it." You know, on to the next one. Man. Yeah, Australia is also weird because, uh, like in this league, you know, I, you know, obviously, I want to go thirty six and zero, but the guys are just like, "Nah, man, you just got to be like five hundred or right above five hundred, and that's usually enough to get in the playoffs." How many? Because everyone like everyone beats everybody. Yeah, four teams it's, it's less teams. Yeah, four teams. Yeah. Play so, you, so you play a team four times. Yeah, you know how hard it is to beat a team four times, especially when you have a week to scout them. I mean, it's, it's almost you know it's hard to sweep a team, especially like when you're playing the same teams over and over again. So usually, you know, even now, like let me look at the standings. Um, the the race is still like like fairly fairly even. I mean, maybe you got one or two teams that have a, a pretty like a, a cushion, but even their cushion is still. So you got uh, Perth is number one at 14 and four, Melbourne United at 15 and five, the three seed, Southeast Melbourne Phoenix at 12 and eight, the four seed, so the last playoff spot is Sydney Kings, 10 and 10. They're oh, tied for fourth with Illawarra, who's 10 and 10. Brisbane six at nine and 10. Oh, so right there, around the, around the, yeah. in the hunt. E- even even uh, seventh place, eight and 13, eighth place, five and 12. So, you know, like like every team is still like relatively yeah. in the hunt. We got sixteen games left, so so it'll come down yeah. to the wire. Yeah, so every you know every game matters in this league, which is which is definitely a plus. But yeah, I know I know you have uh, you've been slacking there. I wanted to ask, did you watch March Madness? Uh, no, not really. Did you? Follow it's hard it? to watch it, dude. The the okay, but did you follow it? Out? I follow the girl the girl side more than the men's side, but yeah, I, I followed it. I I wanted to ask if you had any big takeaways from it. Any players what are your big like, takeaways from it? I'm shocked by Gonzaga losing because when I watched them, they were the scariest team I've ever seen. Why? Um, I just they just scored every time they won it. They're uh, the same until, Gonzaga team every year, dude. They always run through the, the competition and they play a, a tough, like a hard nosed yeah, team. Yeah, and they struggle. Watching them against UCLA was fun though because my dad has been a fan of UCLA since he was 15, so for 65 yeah. years. And I remember when we first sat down to watch the Michigan State uh, playing game, he was like, oh, they're going to get smoked. I was like, you never know. You just never know. I just kind of said that because it's March Madness. Yeah. And then they won. And the mm-hmm. next game they won. And he just kept being like, oh, they're going to blow it. And they just kept winning. Yeah. So it was kind of cool for him because I know how excited he was about it to yeah. see them go so far. And uh, he, almost- he, was, he, was doing, he was doing the old Vic Law Chicago Bears thing. We're yeah. going to lose. We're still watching yeah. the game yeah, like yeah, this. Yeah. No, anytime I remember I was watching with him and there was a charge and he's screaming at the TV and there's a charge in UCLA's favor. He was screaming, that's not a foul. It's not a foul. I was like, dad, it's a charge. It's good. And he was like, 
Oh, okay, good. But he was like yelling. Yeah. I was like, dude, there's yeah. a lot of game left. You got yeah. 40 minutes left. You hey, gotta... you're, you're saying this is the same guy that said, we're going to blow it anyway. It doesn't matter. But yeah, now he's true. screaming at but the he's, TV. Yeah. He's in it on every play. <laughs> yeah, he's locked yeah. in. He's yelling at the refs. Like, no one's listening. But he's still yelling every time. But so that was a cool Mark experience. Mark is dope, dude. Yeah, Mark Rice is dope, dude. It's, always, it's the best time of the year, I think, for basketball. Um, I was Definitely. excited to see Loyola and U yeah. of I play. That was, that was a cool um, thing. And to see Loyola win was cool. And the Big Ten uh, smoked I, it. I, well, yeah, we did. The Big Ten play, was probably the best, by far and away, the best team during the regular season. Then got in the tournament. By far. And, by far. And, and couldn't hold a glass of water. In the and the Pac-12 was all over the place. Pac-12 was very good. But also, people were making arguments that, like, the Big Ten was the first conference to go to 20 games in the conference instead of eight, 16 or 18. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, maybe they're tired. Maybe I was like, nah. Maybe it does like, make that much does, still, in your experience. Does that make that much of a difference? Uh, I mean, 20 games is long, like for sure, long, especially against the same conference. Yeah, but still, like, you only got to be better than the team for 40 minutes. I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't watch the game, so I can't tell you like every game. Like, this is a common theme between every game, but Big Ten did not do well this uh, this tournament, that's for sure. Yeah. But I don't know. It's always fun when that happens and it's exciting. And then like the 11 team, you know, the 11 seed in the final four, like some big upsets, 15 seeds, all of that. But I mean, it was the just, most upsets this year, right? Yeah. But then I just hate it because then it ends up as a one seed versus one seed. You know, like, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. I mean, what were you expecting? That was like the, the game everyone was waiting on. Very I know. Thing. I know. But it's just, it's so much fun during, you know, the chaos that you just like. I mean, who almost beat Gonzaga? UCLA, right? Yeah, but they were playing out of their minds. In that three. What, did, what did your dad do when he backed that three? I wasn't with him. I was a, I was out with uh, some friends, and it was crazy because everyone got everyone was so excited. They got the putback, and b- before you could even finish celebrating that putback, and oh, it's going double overtime. To see that bank, bank go in, uh, yeah, you're just <laughs> uh, defeated, just instantly sure. defeated. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, that's no, what makes it that's, fun. That's the madness of March. I mean, it makes us remember the times when maybe, you know, Vic Law was out there. We played Gonzaga. We, we had the game. And uh, I missed a goaltend call here, a technical foul there. You know, I, I, know hey, man, I enjoyed my time. How, how, yeah, how, was, how cool is it? Like, really, how cool is it? Like, is that something you still think about a lot? It was freaking awesome. That's, Just yeah, being there? It was one of the, the best moments of my life. Yeah. Being there, winning a game there, having my whole family there, like, like people like went, went to the impression like and rightfully so that Northwestern like wasn't an athletic school. When we were in Salt Lake City, Northwestern sold out the, the Jazz Arena. Like it was all purple in there. Like I had never seen this many Northwestern yeah. fans come out in one single like event ever. And you know, like that game was fun. Like you know, like and this was before Corona, so you know, what I'm yeah. saying like you go out like like the energy in the town is just crazy because it's the tournament. I mean, it was, it was awesome. I, I loved it. I thought – I think the tournament is definitely, like, something like when kids go to college and they're like, what are you striving yeah. for? It is definitely the feeling of being in the tournament. It just – yeah, it seems like such a crazy – it just seems – like, it's, it's madness. It actually is madness. That's what yeah, I'm looking for. The idea Dude, of all there. those teams in one place just, like, yeah. playing for the title. And you're all zero can happen. zero. Their rankings yeah. don't matter anymore. Now you're just – now it's just, all right, dude, let's see who can scout the best in two days yeah. and come out and let's see who's hot. It's awesome. It literally is awesome. I love the tournament. And then when you win, oh, man, it's going on. crazy. Yeah, come on. And you're playing That's on awesome. national TV. Yeah. I can't even imagine. 
people back home watching it, watching you from yeah. everywhere. Like it, it was awesome. The tournament was legit. I mean, would you say that if you had to compare the two, and I know they're so, totally different. What's more memorable, winning your first appearance in the NBA or winning that first game in March or winning that game in March Madness? Winning your first appearance in the NBA. I don't think we won our my first appearance in the NBA. You, I'm saying your first appearance in the NBA or winning March Madness, the game in March Madness? Uh, two what, different for feelings for sure. Two different feelings. Um, you know, winning that tournament in March Madness is a different type of fun and enjoyment. And, and uh, being able to play in the NBA is just like, just like a, a sense of pride and accomplishment. Yeah. That all that hard work is finally paying off. Like, it's just two different things. Like, both, like, incredible uh, yeah. accomplishments, but um, just two different feelings, man. Like definitely excitement and nerves and all that to play in the NBA. But um, when you win the, when you're winning in the tournament, it is a, uh, a different type of like love and excitement with the, with your guys. Yeah, man. Well, I'm excited to see what's next for you. I know that the, the injury is not ideal, but you know, it's another setback that you're going to bounce back from Absolutely. in a big way and, and just move forward and looking forward to, the next, you know, goal, like achieving that next goal and just building. So all, that's all that's all what it's about, man. Stacking this paper, winning games, <laughs> building the resume. Win some Fortnite games too while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, you didn't get back on or what, dude? I think I've retired. I think I'm at I'm a retired. point where I could carry you now. I don't need to be carried. I do not need to be carried. You know, right. don't slander me all on right, this man. show. Don't all slander right, me on all this right, show. All right, man. I'm like, all right. All right, man. You got any? You got any new updates for Bristol Studio that that needs to get broadcasted? I mean, we just got a bunch of new drops coming out. We got a bunch of new events coming. You guys up. are selling. You guys are selling coasters now. I mean, we my God, do I got to start pitching? Do I got to start pitching? It's ideas? a lifestyle. You guys, it's a you lifestyle. Guys you're selling coasters. No, no, no. So the coasters are a lifestyle item, and. They're also more affordable so that people can access the brand because some, obviously not everyone can just afford a $195 hoodie like you. Yeah, I know. So we want to make things stuff. that are affordable. You guys are selling Gucci laced uh, it's made t-shirts for $400. No, $85. Like, Everything's you know, made in LA, cut and sewn, custom fabrics. It's expensive. So we have to right, sell man. at those prices. Now you're like, all right, man. If, we could, if, I, could sell, if I could sell it for less, I would. But that's why we have to have these lower you Here know, these is the game lower plan price meeting. You guys are saying all the homies want free stuff. Oh my god. Give them, give them coasters. Give them coasters. <laughs> no, the coasters, the coasters are something we've wanted to do for a while. But and the water bottles, and we're, there's more stuff coming, more kind of like you know, more affordable items, things that uh, we value and have always wanted to put our spin on. Um, so we got some like some of these like uh, elastic bracelets, like a live strong bracelets. Yeah. Uh, we got these finger sleeves, like the Allen Iris and finger sleeves coming up. Look at this. I mean, I got all the jokes, man, but you know I'll be buying it. Yeah, you guys. So you know, we're we're, we you know, we're trying to, we're we're expanding the line, and also with that is coming some more elevated pieces. The the reversible flight jacket, the cargo pants, the coach Rashad yeah. trousers and jackets, like some more fine men's tailoring uh, products. Right. So we're expanding everything, um, and. It's just been something we've been working on for a while, and we're finally at that point where it's starting to, to release. So it's exciting, right. um, and it's a lot of work, but you know we're 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 doing it. Well, I love it. Sounds good, mate. But again, appreciate you taking the time to do this and get back to rehab and and stay on Fortnite, get those dubs. Absolutely, man. Got to keep we got to keep the show and the brand going. Yes, sir. All right, I'll talk to you later.
All right, Jake. Be good, dog. This podcast is presented by Bristol Studio, sound editing by Rashad Allen, music by James Grissom. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.